0: It's a terrible football show, all right?
1: I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. O-H. oh, Oh, I Oh, baby, go. yeah.
0: <laughs> Shane, I swear to God.
1: Welcome, Welcome to, to a terrible, terrible football, football show. show. That's my quarterback and my teammate,
0: man. <laughs> 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 Ruins my fucking holiday every damn day. Year. Alex, what up? You could thoroughly kiss my ass.
1: Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Not a terrible football Decide terrible the top
0: four. Fuck you, Shane. <laughs> Roll, tide. Have a good one, guys. Have oh, oh, yeah, you gotta go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here.
1: Uh, you know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs>
0: get that right i will fly you out and take you to a game in dallas of your fucking choice Ooh. oh shit yeah he's successful at just giving his terrible opinion so why can't i it's a terrible football show after all Welcome to Tarot Football Show, episode James Harrison, episode 92. Hopefully you are having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're watching. You're watching live alongside of us, watching after the fact or listening after the fact. No matter what, we appreciate the absolute you. Uh, got me and Ricky here on the show today. Ricky, of course, a diehard, diehard, debatable now, Dallas Cowboy fan. Heartbreak this weekend. We're going to dive into that later. Ricky, besides the heartbreak, how you doing today? how are you
1: hopefully you're great well well besides the heartbreak yeah i guess uh, i guess i'm not too bad you know the storm of the century has has hit and you know people (laughs) get the groceries thinking it's the end of the freaking world
0: storm of the century yeah i saw i saw someone i saw a meteorologist make a joke where it's just like this is like the longest lasting three inches i've ever seen (laughs) i'm just like dude i feel
1: that yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's also because we haven't got above freezing. Now we got above freezing a little bit yeah. today, but it wasn't long enough to melt it. But also, also, uh, if you watched Monday Night Raw, of course Monday Night Raw was in Little Rock. Yeah, I Had it. tickets, got the refund because we couldn't yep. go. But um, anyways, um, of course, there were still quite a bit of people who made it there, right? which I was kind of surprised that you know that people from Arkansas would you know would attend that. But if you listen at the very beginning of it, because we're in Little Rock, Arkansas, this weather they're not used to. <laughs>
0: i mean that is totally accurate it's it's not it's it's not really that big of a deal but i mean it's just dude it's it's so damn cold but anyway uh no there's a lot of talk about in the football world bill belichick and the patriots part ways you know that took place after we did our show last week and you know it's funny because last week like you and i even said it's just like man it's good thing that we did the show on wednesday because then we got to cover all this other cool stuff and then that happened. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, okay, whatever. So, possible landing spots for him. Jim Harbaugh's already had two interviews. Where is he going to land? There's a lot of conversation. Then, of course, the playoffs. The Detroit Lions winning a playoff game for the first time in 32 freaking years over their former franchise quarterback. Uh, your Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles getting absolutely destroyed uh there is a lot to talk about and plus of course looking forward to the divisional round of the playoffs but first and foremost if you could use our referral link down below check out some rogue energy promo code spark through to get 10 percent off we'd appreciate that support as well as as the support if you would pick up a jersey from agent inc because we have an awesome set of jerseys including the atfs one which features a trash can which i forgot to grab this is already what i was wearing and i forgot to grab my jersey it is what it is Uh, It's not as cool as the Gardner Minshew jersey. Uh, No, it's actually cooler. It's got a trash can that I hand drew in about five seconds. Who wouldn't want that? Uh, And, of course, join the Discord. You can come chat with us. All right, turn down the music. We've reached the end of the track, so good job on that front. But uh, what a weekend of football. Uh, not Not as exciting as we were anticipating. The Browns got manhandled. Cowboys got manhandled. Uh, the Dolphins got manhandled, uh, the Eagles got manhandled. I mean, like the, you know, the Steelers were the Steelers. You could say they got manhandled. I mean, they, we knew they were going to lose. I mean, really, you look at all these games and like going into the weekend, you thought that you kind of already knew Buffalo Pittsburgh would kind of be a shit show. All right. We already kind of knew that one um you know we knew that you know we we the the Tampa Bay Philly one was really up in the air I called Tampa to win kudos to that one but that one wasn't up in the air would Philly bounce back Would Tampa just kind of get stuff done but every other game looked good on paper and oh buddy did it not look good on the field man it was a weekend of football um let's let's go ahead and dive into it all right let's go ahead and dive into it uh you you want to go ahead and just kick things off with your Dallas Cowboys and how you're feeling, you know, is it the end for Mike McCarthy? Is it the end for Dak Prescott? You know, did you even see this coming? I mean, how are we feeling in Cowboys nation right now?
1: So, um, every year there's Dallas Cowboy fans all over the place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who want to open their mouth a Mm -hmm. little too early at the very beginning of the season. (laughs) I, I said it plain as day. Shut up about it. Don't say a word. Because this is what's going to happen. And it did. I also said at the very beginning of the year, this was a put up or shut up year for Dak Prescott. Now, I do not pinpoint I I know he threw I know he threw two picks. Uh I believe one of them was a pick six, if I'm not mistaken. Um I do not put this particular loss on Dak Prescott. The defense, who, for the most part, has played all right, they didn't even show up. And it's absolutely disgusting to me because there is nothing on paper, pen or paper, that you can write that could have told me anything different other than the Cowboys should have won this game. You have a Dallas Cowboys team for the most part is led by, by quite a bit of veterans on their team. Yep. Packers are basically an experienced team or are, are base, not an experienced team. They're one of those experimental teams. What can we do with this group? We uh, made yeah. Matt LaFleur look like the best coach in football. We made Jordan Love look like the best quarterback in football. And yes, you know, shout out to Jordan Love. He's gotten hot, you know, especially, you know, especially toward the end of the year. Because, um, you know, we we there were so many inconsistencies with the Green Bay Packers. I'm like, there's there's no way they're gonna make the playoffs. Now, I will say this much. A healthy Kirk Cousins and a would have made the playoffs, Green Bay would have went home. But let's 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 that's another story for a different day. Shout out to the Green Bay Packers. Shout out to Jordan Love. You play, they played a terrific game. They hit Dallas where it hurt the most. Dallas could never Dallas could not figure them out. For the for the for the life of themselves, it was absolutely atrocious to watch, and I turned it off when it was forty eight sixteen. That's it. I'm done. I'm I done. I can't. You. I can't do this no more. I can't do it no more, man. I'm so sick and tired of it. But to answer your question, <laughs> <sighs> yes, this Mike McCarthy. I, I I love Mike McCarthy. I thought Mike McCarthy did a great job considering what what he's had. Alex. It's time to end the Dak Prescott era. It's time for him to go. We don't need to sign him to this booku deal of money. When we sign him to this bu- this huge deal of money, we went away from our identity, which was mostly the run game. We don't have an established down back. I love Tony Pollard to death, but you and I both know he's not a dominant down back. True. Uh, we, we got rid of Zeke Elliott to experience this, which I was all for not keeping Zeke Elliott, and I, I will always stand by that. What I wasn't for was during the draft, we should have gotten Bijan Robinson, which shout out to Atlanta. They traded up and got him. We should have we should have picked up Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs has done amazing things in 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 uh in Detroit this year mm-hmm. as a rookie. I thought he could have done the same thing for us in Dallas. I thought he would have been a very good dominant down back and let Pollard come out of the backfield like he usually does. But we went away from the identity. We went with something totally different. A lot of people threw like, well, we don't have enough weapons for Dak. We have plenty of weapons for Dak Prescott. The offense did not the offense did not lose this game, particular game for us. It was our defense. And there's so many inconsistencies. We don't have time to go through them. But it's time to end the Dak Prescott era for sure. Not 100% sure if we should get rid of Mike McCarthy at this point for the simple fact is is that he's been able to keep us um, – he's actually been able to keep us relevant unlike Jason Garrett because Jason Garrett, I mean, we would be this relevant team and then all of a sudden we would fall flat and we wouldn't be anything anymore. Um,
0: well, let me ask you something so about I'm, Mike McCarthy, you know, because this is all yeah. something uh, – a comment that we've got over on our Twitch chat from Joe here. Uh, Belichick, Bill Belichick to Dallas makes sense Hell no!
1: Hell no. You don't no. want Bill no, Belichick. No, 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 You don't no. want the Hell greatest
0: no. coach in NFL history. No. Oh, my no. God. I got to disagree with you Absolutely on that Absolutely not. I would love Absolutely Belichick up in, up in Chicago, baby.
1: Hey, hey. So, man, uh, Also, so sidebar, look, throw sidebar this
0: out. Uh, on the further part of his comment, though. He thinks Atlanta is going to be Belichick's landing spot just because it's going to be an easy 14 wins, essentially, with no pressure. That's true, because that division is weak. So, but that, that's the follow-up to his so, comment. But anyway, continue.
1: So, I did this because me and Brad recorded the other day. And I haven't – I won't post it till Friday. But I put my hand on the Bible that if we got Bill Belichick, I'm done with the Dallas Cowboys until we get rid of him. Wow. Done. Done. No. Alex, no. We cannot get Bill Belichick. I understand he's, quote-unquote, one of the greatest, if not the greatest NFL head football coach in, in, in history. That's fine and dandy. But now he's old. We saw what he did. We saw what he did to New England. And, I, and don't get me wrong. He would he would have a little bit more um, as far as like draft pick goes and things like that. He wouldn't get any kind of power like that, which is fine. We don't need him to do draft picks. We just need him to coach. I don't want him. I, I, I don't. I don't want him in Dallas. I don't think he's a good fit. I, I think he needs to stay as far away from Dallas – as possibly can. But, yes, we get him. I'm done with the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Completely done. Zip. Zero. The, listen, nada. listen Done.
0: I'm not a massive Bill Belichick fan or anything. I respect the hell out of him. But, man, I'll take Bill Belichick any day of the week over Matt Eberflus. I no. love Belichick no. up, in, up in Chicago.
1: No. 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 Well, he'd be a he, – But that's the thing. He would fit better in Chicago. We're talking about Dallas. This, we're, we're, t- we're talking about two totally different markets here. No, absolutely not. You do not want Bill Belichick coaching this football team. I don't care who it is. I hope
0: you're ready because Bill Belichick is about to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I hope you're ready for it. I
1: will, be, <laughs> I will be done. I will be a secret, a the scenes fan, but I will not root for them. I will root for them to lose every single game. But, no, and all, all kidding aside, oh. though, um, all kidding aside, I, I, I just – it's time to end, it's just time to end this era. I'm not blaming Dak because I thought Dak had a great season. In my opinion, he had a career year. He had a career year. He had an MVP type year. The only reason why he's not going to win the MVP was because I, I with the losses to Miami and Buffalo, I I think that hurt him. Had he won those games, yes, you could you could have a very, very good argument that he'd be a regular season MVP. But I, I I just think it's time to I think it's time to scrap it. And go and start all and start somewhere else with with the quarterback. There's not what there. Uh, I I I don't know which how many free agents we're going to have this year. I haven't I haven't dove down into that yet. But um, this this was it though. In my opinion, this was his best chance, and we blew it. They t- we totally we totally blew it.
0: Well, I mean, you guys will probably at least have him for this year unless you guys do a trade. I know his cap hit for this year is going to be like fifty one mil. I think, but then twenty twenty five he'd be set to be a free agent. Um, so, I mean, I would say at the very least you guys have them this year, but if you guys are going to let them walk or try to trade them after the 2024 season, that's probably what I would think could, is going to happen personally. know, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe try to, maybe try to look. Off. Basically I, I could see 2024 being like that one last shot for Dak and Mike McCarthy, you know, cause it's, it's one of those things like it's, it's a wild thing to talk about when you have a coach that's keeping a team relevant that's staying consistent, at least he's had three straight 12 and five years, you know, those are great records, but uh, I look, I understand it's two very different landscapes. We don't need to dive into that. We don't need to dissect about how different it is, but it's almost kind of similar to an extent of like the conversation around Ryan day up at Ohio state, where it's like, he'll win every game, but one, but the one he's losing is the one you're not supposed to lose, you know? And it's just like, even though you have a great winning record that, over 75% of college football teams would die to have, it's still not enough. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing. Like, it's just that it, it's – it's even though the Cowboys have been irrelevant in the Super Bowl conversation, I'm sorry, but they have, for many years now, they right? They're still they, – they still carry that championship pedigree. You know what I mean? And you got to respect it. So, like, that, that's where I think there is that conversation of, like, okay, clearly he's not getting over the hump. Is it is, is this a point to try to move on from Mike? Uh, that's going to be the question. But, you know, the sad part is, man, you hate it. And probably a lot of Cowboys fans hate it. But, man, i got to be honest, I would not be shocked if Bill Belichick became the Dallas Cowboys head coach. Do I think he will? No. I think he's going to more try to get, you know, L.A. or Atlanta. Personally, L.A. seems to be more leaning towards Jim Harbaugh. We'll chat about that here soon. Uh, And, you know, so Bill Belichick could end up being the Atlanta head coach. It could just be a great fit. You know, you are hot. You got a high draft pick still. You know, maybe try to get a quarterback. Maybe try to make some moves. Great young running back, tight end, wide receiver. Great young defense to kind of mess with, you know, try to develop and get a little bit better. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying, man, it would not shock me if Bill Belichick became the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys.
1: The biggest thing, Alex, and this is why Dallas, this is why Dallas for the most part stays relevant as far as – championship aspirations and everything like that. They're by far the most valuable team in the NFL when it comes to money, when it comes Apex. to saying, hey, this is how much they're worth. It, the Dallas Cowboys have more worth than any NFL team, and it's by over a billion dollars. I know that. I don't know the exact amount, but it's it, its its quite a bit. Let me look that up real quick.
0: Uh, Joe also says uh, Bel- Belichick will motivate the defense wherever he goes, but he needs a proven quarterback which Chicago and Atlanta do not have. That would be correct. You know, that's why, you know, I I would like to agree. I would I I would like to believe that Bill Belichick and probably every head coaching candidate wants to go to L.A. You know, like, let's be real. You know, you're going to have nice weather. You got a franchise quarterback already under contract. You have a phenomenal defense. You know, you got to figure out the running back situation. If you could manage to keep Eckler in or not, Eckler, you know, kind of wanted out, whatever. So figure that out. You know, maybe figure out some receiver stuff because Quentin Johnson, as I very well predicted, was going to be a bust. Looks like it. Mike Williams is just okay. Keenan Allen's getting up in age. Got to figure some stuff out, but you still got a good team, right? Still got a great team. It eh, looks like you're going to be in some cap hell coming up soon. But I think I think L.A. is everyone's preferred destination. You know what I mean? But it's the, I, guess, uh-huh. I think it's more of a thing of who does L.A. want. Do they want Jim? Do they want Bill? I mean, I feel like they, you know, if Jim and, look, if Jim and Bill Belichick want the L.A. job, in my opinion, L.A. can do whatever they want. (laughs) Like, that's my opinion. Like, they, all the cards is in their hand. They are are the hottest destination spot, in my mind.
1: I hope. Whoever gets Bill Belichick, you got to think though that's probably going to be more of a rental than it is a long term agreement. He, yeah. I don't see him coaching until he's eighty. True. I mean, I, he he might he might have two or three good seasons left in him. He he doesn't have long.
0: Yeah. No. I I, I agree to that. So that's why, like, even though if, even if he takes the Atlanta job, it's just like it's hard to see him doing anything for the team. They're not going to turn around and win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like no, it's just not going to no. happen.
1: They can make the playoffs. They can they Division's can definitely not make, hard at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, we had the Bucks making it at 9 and 8. You know what I mean? Like you can you can win the division. Yeah. Uh, you know, good job to that, I guess, but you're going to go beyond that. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to the, the LA job. That's the one that we're waiting to see who's going to fill it. My prediction, it's going to be Jim Harbaugh. That's who I think it's going to be and I'm going to be I'm already upset that he's doing the interviews. And we're still rock with Matt Eberflus because it's one of those things like, well, I still see the value of keeping Matt to a point I do, but it's just like of all the years of all the times to keep Matt Eberflus, you keep him in a period where there is an unbelievable amount of great head coach candidates out there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, you know, uh, like a Ben Johnson. I mean, like there's so many great God, we're not going to dive into that today.
1: Well. Well, well, but one thing about Jim Harbaugh, Alex, is something I've read up is that he's also, he's also, you got to think he's still, he's still talking about contract extensions. Yeah. Extensions with Michigan as well. True. And so, uh, of course, he's, uh, from my understanding, something I read up on is he's wanting to put in his contract full immunity. If the NCAA comes down hard on Michigan, because the NCAA still is not ruled on Michigan at the same hand. And I've said this before. I, I don't know why you would want to go back to Michigan. I understood you. I understand you won a championship this year, but you have zero support from the Big Ten, um, other than your fellow people there at the University of Michigan. Why would you want? Why would you want that? Why would you want that toxic environment uh, of a conference, especially when they're, especially now that they're they're about to expand uh, you know, however many freaking teams are going to be in the conference now. Twenty-seven. How many?
0: No, I'm lying. <laughs> it's just a complete exaggeration. That's just what it feels what like. It feels like they have twenty seven <laughs> teams. You know what I mean? You're right. When
1: I, you're I right, you're think right. I think it's actually twenty,
0: <laughs> if I'm gonna be real. It's eighteen or twenty, I think.
1: Something like that. Yeah, it's quite a bit.
0: Yeah. And and they, I, you know, like like Jacob once said, is like, you know, I you know, could personally see them kicking out some teams too. Like Rutgers and Maryland, I think yeah. could see could see them getting kicked out. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, nah,
1: they'll, they'll keep Rutgers because they gotta they gotta consider themselves an academic conference.
0: Uh I mean it's
1: that's, the All Razor the, the Vanderbilt still in the SEC. Shout out to Vanderbilt. <laughs>
0: that, that, that is a fair point. That is a fair point. Oh, uh, No, uh the Cowboys, man, it's it's one of those things too. Like I you know, we're you know, it's Wednesday at the time we're doing this show. You know, I haven't heard any news out of the Dallas Cowboys camp. So it's one of those things, like, if it's going to happen, I feel like it probably should have already happened. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you're Jerry Jones and you want to move on from Mike, like, you need to hit the iron right now and fire him and get your candidate, rather if it be in-house and get Dan Quinn before he goes to Seattle, potentially. You know, get Mike yeah, Grable, go you know, get an interview with Bill if, if Jerry wants Bill, Jerry, not you, Uh, you know, interview Jim if Jim's interested, you know, interview Ben Johnson before he's taken off the market. Like, you know, you got to I feel like if you're going to you're going to make a move, you should have already made it. You know, things are moving quickly. Uh, So the fact that it hasn't happened, I, I think 2024, I'm I think it's going to be another like potentially if you guys flop out the last year for Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, we'll see, though.
1: I, and to be honest with you, Alec, It wouldn't upset me one bit if we kept Mike McCarthy and said, "All right, one last time." Because I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's either it's either this. In my opinion, you get rid of Mike McCarthy. What's next? Like Dak has one more year left. We're gonna we're gonna teach him a whole new system within within less than a year for him to prep for next season. So I mean, I mean, it's just there's so much in the air. So in my opinion, it's this is it. This is your final chance. Dak Prescott, we're not extending your contract anymore. <laughs> this is it. Win a Super Bowl for us, and then you can name your price.
0: Right. Joe also so, said. Yeah,
1: I, I could see that. I could see that.
0: Uh, Joe also says, Harbaugh is a great coach to build teams to win in ways and then burns out and never see him going to a team where they are close to winning a championship, which makes sense, which L.A. makes sense. It's perfect for him.
1: I just, I don't agree with about half of what he said, but yeah, I mean, it just, uh, I, I think a lot of his, I'll I'll put it to you this way, guys, San Francisco was not 100% his fault. Like, I, I will, I will vouch for that all day long. When you've got a guy like Colin Kaepernick, especially, especially back in the day where, where that situation was, how that situation ended, you know, I, I put most of that on Colin Kaepernick than I do on Jim Harbaugh.
0: And I also know with the whole San Fran kind of falling apart thing, that was also because there was very clear discourse between Trent balky and Jim Harbaugh. Uh, they, there was. That, that was one there of those was. situations of a GM and a coach not being on the same page. Uh, but, and you know, the,
1: means everything.
0: Yeah. But one thing that, you know, really reigns true though, I, I, I personally agree with, in terms of the comment is, you know, Jim Harbaugh is a great coach to build teams to winning ways, maybe not building the team, you know, every team that he's got for the most part is kind of adopted with the exception of Michigan. That's all his recruiting. Let's be real. He's been there long enough. Uh, he's but you been, know, yeah. like you, you, look at everywhere he's been, he's been a winner at every single stop, San Diego, Stanford, you know, San Francisco leading them to a Super Bowl. Uh, Michigan you know he's been a winner everywhere that he's gone and that's why he's you know such and a hot Stanford,
1: commodity and and Stanford hasn't been relevant since
0: Yeah big fat I mean and also Stanford you could also credit his recruiting for when he was relevant after he left like let's be let's be honest on that I mean like like the coach I don't remember the coach's name but he like just stepped down like a year ago didn't he you know this the beginning of this past yeah. year Shaw. David David Shaw yeah I mean he just stepped down like he has been he's been irrelevant for for years you know, he was relevant for a few years, which you can credit to Harbaugh's recruiting. And after that, you know, nothing, you know, so, you know, Harba- and,
1: Stan- and, Stan- and Stanford is technically the Pac-12's, uh, you know, academic school. So, yeah.
0: And now they're the ACC, which is still so stupid. <laughs> Cal and Stanford in the ACC, so <laughs>
1: stupid. God,
0: I hate this realignment, bro. We are not I playing really NCAA too. 14 right now. Like, come on. Let's look at let's look at the let's look at a map. Ah, so dumb. I mean, I get it, money. You know, money's involved. Conference is trying to stay relevant. Eh, what's it's dumb.
1: How's a conference gonna stay relevant with Stanford and Cal? Academics. <laughs> 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 no, take it. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen.
0: The more and more I continue to like sit on it and stuff, and it still pops up in my TikTok feed or whatever, the more and more that I think. Chip Chip Kelly is just a literal genius when it comes to this whole realignment thing. Like he he's so on point with it. Like, you know, his whole take is like why does everyone have to go, you know, why can't it just be football, you know, go? I mean, he's just like, "Hey, Notre Dame is independent. They're they're part of the ACC in every other sport. Why can't we do that but for everything?" You know, and I'm just like, "That's a that's a great idea." You know, so like, you know, all these schools that are wanting to leave their conferences, just let football leave and let every other sport that don't make as much money stay. I mean, I get the other thing like, oh, you know, where they go. We've talked about this. You know, going to the Big Ten we'll just bring more revenue, which can then help fund other programs. You know, I get it, but I still think it's genius. Either way, that's a, that's a different conversation for a different day when another move happens that pisses us off later on. You know, still talking about the NFL, though. Uh, let's hit some other games. Detroit Lions, baby. Getting it done. You know, uh, did you see the clip of uh, well, Dan, Dan Campbell in the locker room? I did not. Yeah, where he was doing his like need, final speeches and and giving game balls and stuff. Where he first gave the game ball to the GM, just the great partnership they've had, whatever. Gave a big long spill about it, and then his his thing to to Jared Goff was just was was gold. It was short, sweet, as it needed to be, and to the point where he's like this other game ball. He's like, I'll just I'll just leave it at this. Jared Goff, you're good enough for fucking Detroit. And then he gives him the game ball. Like, that's what I'm talking about, baby. That's Jared Goff is Detroit's quarterback. Let's go. No, nah, I'm so happy for the Lions, man. I really am. Like I'm decked out in Bear stuff. I got Bear stuff behind me, but dude, you can't hate the Lions. If the Lions hate the Bears, yeah. whatever, dude. Hate us. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, I've got nothing but respect for this team. This team as this team, these fans, they freaking deserve this, man. And they're going to get to host another playoff game. And honestly, and I don't want to I don't want to write off Tampa Bay, but let's be honest, a very winnable game for Detroit. I thought Detroit was going to be playing yeah. the Cowboys. That was going to be tough. But a very winnable game. Yeah, I, I mean, you look at paper, and Detroit is so much better than Tampa, man.
1: Right, and I, yeah, and I will agree with that. But so you know, something else. It wasn't long ago that Detroit was the Vanderbilt of the NFL. They would not make any kind of moves that made any sense whatsoever. Uh, yes, they had Megatron there with uh, with uh, Matt Stafford for for the longest time. But for whatever reason, they never surrounded them with a good offensive line. They never surrounded them with a good defense. They never really, they really never had a puncher's chance of winning a division or winning a playoff game or any of that kind of stuff. And it kind of, in, in a lot, in a lot of, in a lot of ways, it left a chip on Matthew Stafford's shoulder because for the longest time, we were like, "Okay, Matthew Stafford's played for Detroit for so long. Can can he go elsewhere and actually be relevant?" And then the Rams make a move. They trade Jared Goff. They send Jared Goff to, to Detroit. Yes, in the, in, in the short run, at Stafford, that, that trade is already won. They already won that trade because Matt Stafford won a championship with L.A. But at the same time, you also have to look at their situations. At Stafford, when he went to L.A., was the same situation that Jared Goff was when he was in L.A., they had talent that surrounded him offensively and defensively on both ends of the ball, even with special teams. They had all kinds of talent surrounding him. Now that he's in Detroit, Detroit has finally put their money where their mouth is, and they said, all right, let's do this. Let's make some moves. Let's get some good draft picks. Let's develop. And what do they do? They they still were able to go out and get good picks. They've been able to develop into a very, very good franchise. Now, will they win the division next year? I'm not so sure, but I I called it at this time last year before the playoffs began, baby. I said the Detroit Lions were going to win that division. I was on the same page with you. And this and you can't hate the Detroit if anybody that says that you hate the Detroit Lions, you just go crawl in a hole and just bury yourself there. Cause that's like that's like saying, Oh, I hate Rutgers. I hate Vanderbilt. I hate Pittsburgh. I hate, hate I hate Screw Temple.
0: Temple. <laughs> Fuck Temple. Tyler, you're wild for that one, man. That ain't a robbery, and so, bro.
1: It's <laughs> so. oh my goodness, that's a I did that good laugh, but I mean, it just—you have to root for them, though. I mean, this—this this is great. This is something we may never see again in our lifetime. I—I I don't know. We haven't seen it in forever, but um, you know, uh, but how long's it been? Thirty-two years.
0: Thirty-two years since they won a playoff game.
1: Yeah, I—I I was three. I was three years old, and that tells you—that tells you—that tells you, that tells you <laughs> I wasn't alive. <laughs> I mean the I mean the cat. The Cowboys have won a few playoff games since then, but I'm just. <laughs> Uh, but no, I uh, shout out to Detroit man. This and yes, T- and Tampa Bay is a very winnable game, but boy, the butt whooping they put on Philly.
0: Hey, yo, Baker look good, baby. Look and look, Baker. I got, man. Listen, Baker wins a playoff game against the former, you know, uh, NFC representative Philadelphia Eagles. All right, you know, if he plays well yep. against Detroit. Look, if I'm Tampa, you can't not look at Baker as a guy you got to keep building around because he had a career year in yards. I think he also had a career high in TDs. If not, it was close. Uh same thing with completion percentage, QBR and stuff. Like they're they're like at least I know for sure yards, he passed for over 4000. He's never done that in his career. But every other statistic is either like, you know, one, two or three of all of of the best of his career. I mean, hey, he had a career year for him. Like, you can't, like, and he wins you a playoff game,
1: you know, like, uh, convincingly. So, and here's, and this is a perfect example on why you take a chance on someone like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield going to L.A. last year was the best thing that could have happened to yep. him in his yep. career. He was able to sling the ball the way he wanted to. He was able to, he was able to make LA relevant for a few weeks the the few weeks that he was there. Yep. And they knew they weren't going to keep him. They knew he was going to go elsewhere, but the fact that Tampa Bay said, "You know what? We got to take a chance on this guy. Let's take a chance on this guy. Shout out to Tampa Bay for taking a chance on, for taking a good chance on him. He put up just enough numbers to get them to the playoffs to win that division, and now you've got something to show for it because you got a playoff victory. And not only do you have a playoff victory, you have a playoff victory against a Philly team who was just in the Super Bowl last season.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, look, if I'm Tampa, like, I, I understand there was some inconsistency stuff. I get it. You know, like, I, I see it. I acknowledge it. But like, you look, you keep building around them you know give, give give him a chance keep yeah. building i mean he all he won the browns a playoff game build <laughs> him a spill him a statue you know what i mean like i mean come on man uh look I, if i'm if i'm tampa i'm building around baker but going up against detroit that one's going to be tough and uh that was actually we got another comment uh, detroit and green bay are both teams i would avoid in the playoffs but they both have a ton of momentum man let me tell you joe the amount of fear that I have that the Green Bay Packers are going to make the NFC Championship, it's keeping me awake at night right now. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not going to be shocked if the NFC Championship is Green Bay going out. to Detroit.
1: He left one team out. Who's that? The Houston Texans.
0: Oh, oh, I think he's just talking NFC side strictly.
1: Okay, 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 yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm about, I about
0: to but say, not Houston. you ride on the Texans, though. That is a team riding an ungodly amount of momentum. They are going to Baltimore, I, I believe. Yeah, they're going to Baltimore. Yeah. Oh man, Baltimore was my Super Bowl winner, but oh buddy, <laughs> uh, man, Texans look too damn good right now. I mean, CJ Stroud does not look like a rookie.
1: No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, that's the thing. And and look, you know, you know, let's, you know, he he's going to do well. Like that. he's done well. He's definitely done well this year for a rookie. The sophomore slump comes next year, though, Alex. That's the thing. That uh, second year slump, it does exist. It always exists.
0: Man, imagine if CJ Stroud takes the Texans to the Super Bowl. Just imagine, electric, <laughs> electric.
1: Yeah, oh. it's. Hey, it, and it. I tell you, hey, it could happen. It could happen. You look at, you look at this, you look at this, this is the first time the Ravens, of course, the Ravens were not in the playoffs last year. They had a buku of injuries. Um, you look at the other side, you look at the other side, you look at Kansas City, you look at, you look at Buffalo. I mean, can we say inconsistency more just as much as what these two teams have had? Mm-hmm. I mean, some. I'm, I'm just saying it could, it could happen. I don't think it will because I think they're too young, but I mean, it's just, you. it's one of those things you can't root against them. You can't root against him. The only reason you would root against C.J. Stroud is because he played for Ohio State. That's the only reason you root against him. Right, yeah.
0: Also said uh, Baltimore's defense will bring the rookie down to earth, and it will be an away game for him as well. I mean, I look, that is quite possible. let be fair. Yeah, I mean, That's fair. Yo, that, that Baltimore defense is nasty, man. We could see a completely different quarterback from C.J. Stroud this weekend because, I mean, we saw it was crappy weather, but we saw what uh, the Jets' defense did to C.J., they even knocked him out of the game, and like say what you want about the Jets, but they had like I think they had the number one ranked defense in the NFL as well as the thirty second ranked offense. Oh man, talk about a wild year for the Jets. You know what I mean? <laughs> number one defense in the NFL, thirty second ranked offense. That's wild. But I mean, you I mean, we saw we, we saw how he played against that Jets team. Ooh, not good. So I mean, that's a great point. You know, it, but then again, also CJ Stroud could just light him up. You know, you never know. Riding riding a hot hand right now.
1: Hey, and, Cle- and here's the thing though, Cleveland's defense was right up there with Dallas's this year. Yeah, as far as Cleveland was good defense. They were statistically one of the better, they were statistically one of the best defense in the league.
0: Yeah, they really were. So I mean, he, he beat one great defense in the playoffs. That was a home game though, so that's a great great point. This is an, in a away game, so oh, that's gonna be an interesting matchup, man. Um, you know, how are you feeling about the Chiefs and the, and and the Bills right now? How are you leaning on that one? You leaning Bills or you think the Chiefs are gonna kind of completely figure it
1: out? Yeah, I mean, I mean the Bills. I, I mean, I'm surprised the Bills just made the playoffs, but they really got hot because I mean, I, for the longest time, I'm like, yeah, my prediction is going to be correct. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah,
0: I mean, they but were they six and six at one the point. The right time, they
1: they played great football. They're playing great football. The last few weeks, they have played really great football. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense finally woke up the other day. They uh, going up against Miami. I understand it was like negative five million degrees up there, but oh um. You know, you know, and that's the thing though, it's like Patrick Mahomes versus uh Josh Allen is basically the new Brady versus Manning. Mm-hmm. And in this scenario, um in the regular season, it's uh it's uh, Josh Allen who wins. But in postseason, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's like can mm-hmm. can they overcome that slump? Oh can they overcome that slump because this is what the third, fourth year in a row that they're gonna be playing each other. And now it's, it's, it's like, come on, Josh Allen, can you step up and win this game? And so, uh, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I think that no, this is a home game for the bills.
0: Yeah. Home game.
1: And, and I'm going to be honest. They should win this game. The Kansas city chiefs have not played well on the road this year at all.
0: No, they have not played well on the road this year. And man, I, you know, whenever we did our full playoff prediction, I had this game happening. You know, three seed KC going to two seed Buffalo. And my my opinion on it is, I feel like Buffalo with how hot they've been. They started they started you know they were six and six you know and then they they managed to get into the playoffs right or something like that. I don't remember what the record. Yeah. I think it was six and six. You know, and then they they they. It's just one of those things, man. You get hot at the right time. You get hot in the right time, and you can carry that deep into a playoff run, and that's how I feel about the Buffalo Beals right now is that they're just getting hot at the right time, and it can finally overcome the demon that is the Chiefs to them. And I know you can say, it's like, oh, well, they they beat the Chiefs during a regular season. Yeah, they did. A lot of conversation about that game, obviously. A lot of conversation came after that game, you know, but can they get past the Chiefs in the playoffs when it matters right. the most? That's, been, so, that's been their kryptonite. Yes.
1: And, yes, you are right. They were 6-6, six six and they won their last five games, and that five-game winning streak started on the road at Case, at Kansas City.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: So Hard hard to beat a rival twice in a year, though. It's so hard, but we'll, we'll have to see what they do. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll just have to see what they do.
0: Speaking of rivals, uh, another game that you can say is a rivalry matchup this weekend would be that San Fran Packers game. Granted, I feel like it was more so the Packers – led by aaron Rodgers, having a rivalry with the 49ers you know what i mean Uh, i would still argue that it could be a rivalry especially after how we see this it's a new era for both teams you know brock Uh, jordan love But how do you see this game playing out
1: i i I don't see it as that much of a rivalry or anything like that but i will say this much when san fran beat the packers i think that was the uh that two years ago when they started, when they started this, when they started this dynasty run, if you want to call it that, I mean, they, they've they've been relevant ever since then. Um, so that's the thing, though. It's like it's like who's going to show up? I mean, if 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 you look at what San Fran's done when they're healthy, you know, it's you know it's San Fran, and it's, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be San Fran in a blowout, if you want to put it that way. Uh, but I'm just telling Jordan Love is playing. It's out right now, though, so you can't really you can't really count him out. Um, I mean, on like I said, on, on paper, but then again, the Cowboys were supposed to win on paper too. But on paper, San Fran was supposed to win this game. I think San Fran's going to be a little bit more disciplined than what the Cowboys were. I think that week off uh, gave them quite a bit. Um, And here's the thing, Christian McCaffrey, in my opinion, is still the best player in football, especially at running back. He's still the best player in football, in my opinion. So, I mean, it just – as long as you have Christian McCaffrey, as long as you have that defense that's healthy – um, it, it's going to be tough for the Packers to win this game.
0: Yeah, it is going to be tough. And if and if you have Brock Purdy come in and play to the level that we've seen him play and not have where it was like that three- or four-game losing streak they were on, but play like how we've seen him play as well and just get the ball to the right places, then this 49er team, man, is dangerous. Uh, this 49er team is very, very dangerous. But then again, if Jordan Love comes in, and plays the same way where it's like it's kind of like what you said about how this team's an experimental team. What can we do with this team? That's the thing that's so interesting about you know his weapons. He doesn't have a Devontae Adams, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, he doesn't have a Jordy Nelson or a Donald Driver, um, you know, who are like clear number one, number two guys for the team. You know what I mean? He's yep. just got a bunch of dudes that can just go off at any time. One week could be Christian Watson. It, or it could be Romeo Dobbs, like it was this weekend, that he just ran all over you guys. You, know, like, you, know, you never oh, know who's going to go off.
1: He yeah, had shout- the best tight in football, Tucker Craft.
0: Shout- hey, yeah, he got, some, he, got some, he got some action this weekend. He got a couple TDs.
1: Shout out. Uh, not this past weekend, no. He just got two catches of 15 yards, but it was the best two catches of 15 yards you'll ever see in football. I thought he
0: got TDs this weekend. Oh, no, that was Luke Musgrave. That so. was Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. That great.
1: Yeah. did, yeah. great. yeah. Shout to the I, Bees. Shout to the Bees. I, 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 I really hope Tucker Craft does have, have a lot of success. But yeah, but I mean, you're right, you're right on that. But that's the thing, though. It's like, Alex, the Packers are in a situation. They have nothing to lose. Yeah. Absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, that, and we, I'm telling you, barely you got in. A team that has nothing know. to lose. When you play a team that has nothing to lose. It's it, they become even more dangerous. They become Facts. even more dangerous. But I'm like you, man. I've got that feeling. I got that feeling Green Bay's going to do it. I got a feeling they're going to do it. And I hate it because I hate the Green Bay Packers oh. minus Tucker Craft. I love Tucker Craft. Jerry, please go get Tucker Craft. But anyway, um, but it's like I, I, I have that feeling. I have that feeling they're going to find a way to do it.
0: I do too and it scares the shit out of me man like uh, <laughs> I really don't want like oh god like, it just makes me so damn mad as a Bears fan that three times in a row it looks like Green Bay has nailed it on a franchise quarterback and I'm just like hey guys can we get a QB to pass over 4,000 yards for the first time in franchise history
1: <laughs> you know like, come on! That's man. what you get for get. That's what you get for getting Mitchell Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes.
0: I'm still pissed off about that. I'm like,
1: I would be too.
0: Uh and I, I never like Trubisky was so overrated coming out, man. Uh, so a couple comments to catch up on. Uh, we're talking about Casey and uh, Buffalo. Uh, Something always happens to Allen and Casey. He will never get over this hump. Uh, that's totally possible, you know. Uh. Uh, kc could be josh allen's kryptonite in the playoffs permanently we'll see you know he could could, he he could shake it this weekend i think it helps a lot that it's in buffalo you know what i mean i think that's the one thing that could potentially help a lot uh purdy in the playoffs would prove a lot to jordan love showed the lights were not too bright okay jordan you know jordan love man played unbelievable uh, he played unbelievable, and, and Brock Purdy in the playoffs would prove a lot. I mean, hey, if Brock, if the Brock can show up that we've seen play as well as he has, I'm telling you, this 49er team is going to be dangerous. I mean, they're the number one seed for a reason. You know what I mean? Especially if Christian McCaffrey, you know, who's yeah. managed to stay healthy all year long. I mean, this is a dangerous squad.
1: Yeah, and, of course, one of the things with Brock Purdy is that – and and, the, and I know this is unfair, but you hear it all the time. He's got a, he's got a slew of veterans that are around him that are guiding him, and I know that's not fair, but to a larger extent, you could plug any quarterback in that on that football team, and they'd be a very good football team. And I think that's one thing Brock will eventually have to challenge himself with going moving forward, is if they do end up like if he does end up going elsewhere besides staying in San Fran, because you you and I you and I both know when it's time for his contract to come up they're not going to be able to pay him and McCaffrey. There's there's no way they're going to be able to pay him and McCaffrey. And that's if McCaffrey continues to play. He may retire before then. But he's not slowing down anytime soon. So I I, I don't see why he would. But I I'm saying like in the long run, to me, Brock Purdy is not going to be able to get that type of credit unless he just goes to some crappy team uh, and and does the same exact thing that he's doing with uh, that he's doing with San Francisco. I mean, you could you could you could say that
0: for different QBs though.
1: No, you couldn't. <laughs> name one quarterback, name one backup quarterback or a Mr. Irrelevant that went to a team that was drafted by a team that was surrounded by veterans and has had the success that Brock Purdy's had.
0: Well, maybe not a Mr. Irrelevant, but I mean, you can you could point out different QBs. No, that's I'm, gone I'm, talking
1: about, I'm, talking, I'm talking about in general. I'm talking about in general. Name a, name a backup or a third-string quarterback that worked his way up and was able to show the success, that had the same talent that San Fran has. You can't name one because there's not one. It just, it doesn't happen. And so, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking a shot at Brock Purdy. But what I'm saying is, is that you could plug any quarterback and say a friend, and they do the same exact thing that what he's doing right now.
0: That is a that is a constant thing that people like to throw out there.
1: And it's and, and I get it. It's really not fair to the guy. I get it. But I, I but I'm telling you in general, it's 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 the truth.
0: Well, it's also a thing with Brock Purdy is that, you know, when, we, when we've talked about him earlier this season when he was having, like, MVP-level numbers, I mean, while while the team is built phenomenally and it's a great system, very QB-friendly, sure, at the end of the day, the quarterback's still got to make the right reads. He's still got to make the right calls, and that's what Brock's doing. Brock's making the right call. He's putting the ball where it needs to get put. I mean, you couldn't put necessarily any quarterback in there, you know, because uh, not every quarterback's going to be able to put the ball where it needs to get put. I disagree. You know, I mean, while while the system helps, sure.
1: Besides Trey Lance. Besides Trey Lance, you can put just about any quarterback (laughs) behind that center on that football team, and they do very, very well.
0: (laughs) Is it more of the system or the quarterback? I got a lean system, but I I don't think it's a – Look, I'm going to argue that it's not a huge split. I really don't think it is. I genuinely You're don't You're probably right. That's fair. I, I don't think it's like a oh my god, 90% system 10% QB. I disagree heavily on that. Like I really do firmly believe it's no, like no. it's like a 60/40. Listen,
1: I'm not say- I'm not saying even though he was considered Mr. Irrelevant. I'm not saying he's not relevant. What I'm saying is, is that you could plug just about a lot of, you could plug in a lot of good quarterbacks and they would do the same exact thing. And you are right. He still has to make those reads. He still has to make those throws. He still has to do what any other quarterback in the league has done. And I know that's not fair, but to a larger extent, he is surrounded by by probably the most talent that anybody has right now in football, And I I would say he's surrounded by more talent than even what KC has.
0: Uh, Well, I mean, I would actually heavily agree on that. KC took some blows, you know, these past couple years, like losing Tyreek and stuff like that. I would highly agree with you on that. KC's got a great, talented roster, sure. But, I mean, KC, in my opinion, is lucky to hit top five in terms of talent. Like, they're going to be top ten, but they'd be lucky to hit top five, in my opinion, in terms of talent.
1: And that – Hey, but here's here's something else. And until somebody exposes Brock Purdy, you keep everything the same and same friend.
0: And, hey, when it comes to the contract thing, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, my friend, if the if the 49ers make it deep into this playoffs, and especially if they go to a Super Bowl, they win a Super Bowl, we're going to find out this offseason how much they can afford both because con- he's getting a contract extension, I promise you.
1: Hey, look what Tom Brady did in his young career.
0: Yeah. I think right now Brock would just love uh, a pretty decent contract so he could, like, you know, maybe go buy a house and not live in an apartment <laughs> with another teammate, <laughs> where he's got a roommate. It's Mr. Relevant money,
1: dude. But dude, do you realize how much taxes are taken out of his I know. check? There it's in brutal. Sanford? It's brutal. Goodness, gr- I don't see why anybody. I don't see why anybody lives in California. I don't. I don't think it's that great.
0: You know, I thought the same thing. You know, and I, there, I, one of my stores, I one of the the members of leadership that I had to deal with, he was actually from, you know, uh, Cali, and he was from the sand, he was from the Bay Area. You know what I mean? He and he moved here for you know, job opportunities, whatever. And he, uh, he just talked about how much California sucked and how much it cost. It was so <laughs> expensive. And then the dude turns around and goes back. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? He, I mean, the, his reasoning is like, there's more stuff to do.
1: I'm like, no, that's totally fair. <laughs>
0: totally fair. But it's, exp- I don't I'll know.
1: Tell you, I'll tell you about my trip to California one of these days. Yeah, please do.
0: Please do. Uh, the one thing, though, and I've said this before, I just want to say it again that just really makes me mad about Brock Purdy though. Is it just pisses me off so much that the San Francisco 49ers could do that stupid trade to get Trey Lance and it backfire. And they, they're, they're still fine because you that yep. would never happen to Chicago. That, that just would not happen. <laughs> and that makes me so violently angry that it happened to the 49ers.
1: It's like, it's like, it's like Chicago could trade a fullback and that fullback would do better elsewhere. <laughs>
0: I mean, dude, it's it's just so
1: stupid. Or some other relevant position.
0: Yeah, it, dude, it's just so it's so it's so stupid. Oh god! But hopefully, this weekend for playoffs are going to be uh, going to be a lot better than this past Much weekend. Much better. Because man, this past weekend yep. a lot of duds. You had one good game, and that was the Rams and the Lions. And after that, just duds. That Rams and Lions game was damn yep. good too. That was yep. a damn good game. I was having fun with that one.
1: Yeah, but I am i I think I'm more look I'm looking for, more forward to this weekend than I was last weekend. I, I'm 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 so looking forward to this weekend. It's gonna be a good weekend of football.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh switching gears real quick, you know, what'd you think about Kalen DeBoer becoming
1: the Alabama head coach? I don't like the fit. I don't I don't like it one bit. I, I don't and I'm not gonna say that he's not gonna be successful. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, dash his success or anything like that. That that's not what I'm talking about. Um I don't think and here to me, it was not much of an Alabama move. Do you know how many years that he's had as a head coach in a Power Five school?
0: Uh, what three? No, yeah, three. Two. No,
1: three. Two, two. He was only watched it for two years.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He and then I,
1: and no, he, I, was at Fra- I, he was at Fresno State. Yeah,
0: I brain farted on Fresno. For some reason, I thought Fresno was Power Five for some dumb reason.
1: No, I I don't. No, no Fresno was definitely not a power. No,
0: five I, I think I think he, more so where I brain farted is I completely ignored the words power five, and I think I just thought FBS because he was also you know five six years the head coach he was, as his alma mater. So complete brain Presto fart. St- yeah. He
1: was he was he was only at Fresno State for two or three. No, years. no, no, no. I'm he talking before that,
0: that. I'm talking before that. He was a uh, he was a head coach. Yeah, he was for a, he was
1: Sioux Falls. Yeah, Sioux Falls. Yeah, that
0: was his that's his alma mater.
1: Yep, NAI school. So yep. I mean like I say he's got the experience as a head coach. You know, he, he went through the power five ranks, you know, as an offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. He he went through he went through all that stuff. The thing is, though, is I have not seen him be at a school long enough where his recruiting matters the most. Like, as far as like, you know, going to Washington, yeah. He you know, Penix did transfer his first I think it was his first year there, um, when Penix – when when uh Michael Penix went over there. Um but as far as like being steady goes that's the thing Alabama has more or so looked for, especially in recent history. Of course, you had Nick Saban. Can't remember who their coach was before Nick Saban. But all I know is that Nick Saban, he was established at LSU. He didn't do so well. As, he didn't do so well in the NFL, but he did all right at Michigan State. Um, so he had that kind of experience that was brought up. And then, of course, you know, he won national. He won a national title before coming to Alabama. And uh, DeVore has not done that. And so I know I know you, you can – you can check in balances. You can put all the ways and everything like that. And I understand that he's had instant success everywhere he's gone. I just don't think it's the right fit for Alabama, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. I mean, he has been a winner everywhere that he's gone. You could, you know, he, I mean, he has. I mean, shout out to him. Getting, he stay long. You know, getting the chance to coach his alma mater, you know, and win like, I think, three national championships at his alma mater. And then just like, hey, I did my thing. I went to school here. I love this school. I coached it. I won championships. But I want to go on to bigger things. Can't fault him for that. Goes on to bigger yeah. things. Goes on to be QB coach like Indiana. Gets his first shot at Fresno. Fresno, let, let's, let's also establish something that's really interesting about his head coaching years. I can't blame him for leaving. Every time he's no. left has been based on circumstance. Because let's look, let's think back. Him going from Fresno for one year to Washington, that was because of what happened with the Washington head coach. That wasn't because, like, yep. like I, I think it was uh, the head coach for Washington was, I think, formally, I think, actually, the Hawaii head coach, if I remember correctly. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, or it was either the Hawaii head coach or the Boise State head coach, one of the two, goes on to Washington. Chris
1: Peterson.
0: No, not Chris Peterson. There was a, the, the one after Chris Peterson. Uh, was yeah, it Chris- I know who you're talking about. I'll to look him up. But anyway, so it was it was a matter of circumstance because I think it was during the COVID year where this head coach of Washington couldn't comply with what you know NCAA and Pac 12 was trying to lay out and he just ultimately he had to get let go. There was no choice about it. So that opened up a a, a fortunate door for you know Kalen DeBoer. It's like I mean it's open, sure, and it's the same thing with Bama. I mean I have no doubt in my mind that if Nick Saban would not have retired, he would not leave Washington for years to come. But it's just like if 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 Alabama calls you, you're answering the call. You know what I mean? You're gonna go. You're gonna go at least to listen to them. Um, I mean it's it's another step up. I can't can't blame the guy for wanting to step up. Now it would be in the right fit. Uh, it's going to be a we'll see. I'm not going to say it's going to be the wrong fit uh, because you're totally right. We have yet to see his recruiting. You know what I mean? But but with, the, with we, we just have not Maybe you could argue for you know his his alma mater. Sure, you know that's a very much lower level of college play. Yeah, but he was there at least five seasons. one, th- I think two or three national championships. So maybe an argument could be made there. But at, at a FBS level where it matters, right? I shouldn't say all, all levels of college matter, but you know what I mean. Um, oh, you know, <laughs> calm down, relax. You know, I, I I understand that we haven't got a chance to see the fruits of oh. his, of his recruiting, so that's going to be the big thing about you know Alabama. But then again, we're also in a transfer portal era. So really, who gives a shit? You know, it's Alabama players are going to want to go there for the most part. You know, we're seeing Alabama players yeah, they, transfer out because Nick they, Saban's gone.
1: Yep. And that's and that's that's the big thing. And now you've got your you know, the starting quarterback who is Jalen Milrow committed to coming back. And then when when Steven retired, he's like, I'm going elsewhere, I'm I'm putting myself in the transfer portal.
0: Wait, Jalen put is in the transfer portal?
1: Yes. I did not see that one. Yeah, Jalen Milrow put himself I'm pretty sure he did.
0: Let me look. I did not see that one.
1: That's wild. Uh let's see. Yep, he has let's see here. Uh, oh, it might have been fake.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's. I think he's still gonna be a Bama. So
1: we'll, oh, yeah, we'll, dude, yeah, we'll see.
0: USA Today files Jalen Milrow a transfer report based on a fake X account. So USA Today got fucking trolled by a, a fake Twitter account. <laughs> oh,
1: that's man. awesome. That's, that's that is, that's that is
0: awesome. great. All right, so he's got Jalen Milrow. So that's good. Jalen Milrow really turned it on at the end of the year. But, uh, no, you're right, man. See, I mean, you'll, we'll have to see the fruits of his re- his recruiting. And he's going to have to use this year to really prove himself, you know, in the SEC and prove that he's a great head coach. Because once he does that, if he's able to do that in one single season, then recruits are going to come because it's Alabama. You know, like, it's, up to, it's yep. up to Kalen DeBoer to maintain the standard that Nick Saban left. If he's able to at least maintain it to some degree, recruits are still going to come. I mean, it's Alabama at the end of the day. Now I totally get recruits wanting to transfer out, though, right now. You know what I mean? I, I get that. You're know, you you're going to play for Nick Saban. You're not yeah. going to play for Alabama. But, yep. I mean, I, 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 the one thing that I thought was really interesting, and it goes to show, like, everyone knows that Nick Saban is one of the best head coaches in college football history, right? If not the best in some people's eyes, okay? But it really goes to show how much of a legacy this man has where coaches that are around the NCAA are being interviewed for the job and to announce that they're not leaving their school – the school puts up a hype video that their coach is not leaving. You know what I mean? Like that's that to me, that says a lot about the Alabama job. You know, I saw a hype video on Dan Lanning. I saw the hype video on Steve Sharkeesian. I mean, like, you know, they're putting out these videos to just say, hey, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, like like that's how big of a deal Saban retiring in this Alabama job is, in my opinion. It really just kind of shows it in a different perspective.
1: And I thought Dabo Sweeney, because for years they were like, yeah, Dabo Sweeney's probably going to replace Nick Saban, and he's not gone anywhere, which uh, I, I'm i not going to say I don't blame him because I do blame him because he's at Clemson, and they don't look very good right now.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't even think he got interviewed.
1: He may not have. Let's see. Also- might, they might have made the phone call. Nope, oh, click.
0: Okay, so I was wrong on the whole Washington thing. The guy that I was thinking of that was had to forcibly step down, he was the Washington State head coach. My bad. I just fact checked it. He was the wa. He was the Hawaii head coach. He was the Hawaii head coach from two thousand sixteen two thousand nineteen, and then at Washington State, uh, and everything happened with Washington State. So, anyway, but. Point still stands that Kalen DeBoer's coaching career has been a matter of circumstances, in my opinion. Just right, right, right place, right time. Shout out to that. Uh, hey, did you see that Malachi Nelson picked his transfer destination?
1: I did not. Where's it going? Boise State. Why?
0: I thought the same thing. <laughs> that is oh, interesting.
1: God. I'm going to Wyoming. <laughs> I'm going to the University of Wyoming.
0: Relax. You're going to get Tyler pretty so- excited. <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, Tyler gets excited with Penn State versus Temple, and it never happens.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a, he's a funny dude. He's a funny dude. <laughs> so, yeah, Boise State, man, that's where he's going. I thought that was uh, I thought that was, I thought that was an interesting one. Woo hoo! Yeah, maybe he can make Boise State good again. Who knows? It's almost kind of the same thing of like why would why would Kyle McCord go to Syracuse? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you think about it, though, in in some ways, it's like Ohio State. It's it's Ohio State. Yeah, Syracuse. There's not near the pressure in Syracuse. What there's Ohio State. Ohio State. Mm -hmm. You got to deal with the pressure from the alumni, the board of directors. Uh, the politics, all that whole crap over there in Ohio State and Syracuse—they have no expectations for football.
0: <laughs> no, all theirs They're is bare... basketball. Even their basketball team has apparently sucked. Ah,
1: so, uh... just here recently. Here recently, yeah. Here recently, yeah. Uh,
0: That—that's yeah. that, the vert I got from Tyler because he loves the Orange. Apparently, he loves all these. He loves, dude. His teams are all over the place.
1: Well, when Bayheim was coaching them, they were relevant, but yeah. it's been a while, so they've actually been really good, though.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Bayheim wouldn't get out of that 2 3 zone.
0: I will say some other breaking news that I saw come out of the college world. I mean, it's been the news that everyone's been waiting for. It's been the news that everyone has been unsure if if it, if he was going to, you know, declare or not. But we got the news that Caleb Williams declared the NFL. That's huge breaking news. You know what I mean? Everyone's been waiting for that. No no one was sure. You know what I mean? It was – everyone was on the edge of their seat. You know, no one knew if he was going to go out or not. So, got that breaking news. That was – oh, man, that lit the internet up on fire.
1: I. <laughs> listen as long as the as long as Chicago does not do something stupid by picking him up number one pick we are we'll be just fine we are y'all better I'm telling you man, I'm embracing y'all don't it get Marvin Harris I'm, I'm, embr- I'm, gonna, I'm,
0: I'm embracing it I'm just gonna go ahead and prepare myself now it's happening Caleb Williams will be the next quarterback of the uh, Chicago Bears it is what it is we'll see yep, how it goes and
1: y'all will once again y'all will once again hold out on another great player who's gonna be in my opinion just as good as Jerry Rice, I'm telling y'all, the kid is that talented.
0: Yep, and we're gonna get another quarterback who's gonna be insanely talented, and we are going to ruin that quarterback, just like we did with Justin Fields.
1: He is not insanely talented. He's not even close to insanely talented. Caleb, athletic, I'll give you that much. Athletic, I'll give you that much. Insanely talented, he's not even close. What, Caleb?
0: Yes, I would say he's. A, I would say he's a very insanely talented. He's just like a, he's a raw talent, though. Uh, no, I, I don't think no. he's the surefire thing. See, the thing is about Caleb Williams is like everyone keeps saying that he could be the next Patrick Mahomes, but like everyone is acting like he's going to come in year one and be Patrick Mahomes. Like that's what blows me away. You know, what I mean, like uh, could could he be the next Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, sure. Patrick Mahomes was a raw talent in college. He was a, he was a raw, explosive, flashy talent. Caleb Williams has had that flash every once in a while. Sure, like I, I, I see the comparisons. I get it. But like everyone's acting like Caleb's about to come in year one and be Patrick Mahomes. It's like that's not gonna happen, but okay.
1: <laughs> no, it, it's not gonna happen. He's gonna be a bust. He'll be out of the NFL in five years.
0: Five years. Man, we'll see. Or and less. He's gonna be the Bears quarterback too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, the you're one still th- gonna be losing and you're still gonna be losing to Green Bay. I know. Uh, the one thing that I saw when it comes to the whole Chicago and Caleb Williams thing is like Caleb, you know, when the when the Bears have a sit down with Caleb Williams to do interviews and all that, all that BS, right? One thing they need to ask him is that, like, you know, hey, you know, you'd be drafted by a team who the entire team has publicly come out and said we want Fields, like Fields is our guy. Just keep building around him. Give him an offensive line that will help him stand up. Give him another weapon like Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, keep building. We have a quarterback who is talented. We just need more pieces on the offense, better play calling and everything, right? You have a quarterback who the entire city is chanting, we want fields. We want fields in his last home game. Can you come into this locker room? Can you come into the city and win them over? And – what was said is that if there is even the slightest bit of hesitation in him, bears need to pass. And I'm just like, I actually couldn't agree more. I right, mean, that's a, that's a losing situation to come into unless you are dead ass confident that you can win the locker room over and you can win the city over. Like that, that's a very. That's, let's be very, honest, that's a losing situation.
1: It's. It's very rare that you get a losing quarterback like Justin Fields, who has all the potential in the entire world. It's very rare when you have an entire city that's basically slapping the ownership and the GM and everybody in the face and saying, We want Fields. Don't draft Caleb Williams. That's all you got to do. <laughs> that's all you have to do. Let Washington wild. have him. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it is wild. It
0: really is. Because his, like, I, look, so, I. I like I can't pin his starting record on Justin. I just can't. I mean, last year was a literal wash. It was a complete reset. You know, he would like him coming into this year. If he's still a bear, he'd be on his fourth OC. You know what I mean? Like, I can't blame him. But even with all that, the kid has so much talent. You know what I mean? He has so much potential.
1: They, well, they went three, four games last year and three, and then games, seven three this games
0: year. Games last year, seven this year.
1: So hey, you if he if he improves by four more, that's eleven games that you win next year. That's a playoff record. They're in the playoffs. No, they win 11 and here's games.
0: the other thing too: we should be in the playoffs. There are three games that we played we should not have lost. <laughs> True. So I mean, th- that's what's wild hey, to think you're, about.
1: You're, yeah, I just like like I said, I I think I think if you get Marvin Harrison Jr. and you get an offensive tackle, don't care who it is you you're going to be set you're going to be set for at least the next 3 or 4 years.
0: Yeah, and then draft a center in the second round too. Some good centers coming out this draft. The guy uh, the one from Oregon. Yeah, yeah, got some good ones. Uh the guy from Oregon, I can't remember his name. I want to say Powers Johnson because it's such a great name. I think that but was that his name.
1: Right. That sounds that's
0: that. Uh, the center powers from
1: jo- like Screech, Screech Powers. Hold on, let
0: me let me look. Let me look. Let's see. NFL draft prospects and then there's also the center from Georgia as well that I had my eye on too, that I thought looked pretty solid. Let's see. Let's see. ASPN hooked me up here. Center. Jackson Powers Johnson. That's a name. Uh, Graham Barton that from Duke as well. Uh, then you had Cedric Van Prand from uh, Georgia, and then Zach Frazier from West Virginia. I would take any of these four. Preferably Jackson Powers Johnson, because that's just that's a great name. That's a great name, man. I love that name. That name is that name is legendary. So that's my that's my personal preference. But I just hope that's we get Marvin Harrison powers. Jr. I just hope we get Marvin Harrison Jr., man. Please, God. That's all I'm asking for right now.
1: You need to you need you need to type up an email to the owner if they if if it's public if it's publicized, whoever you can in the Chicago Bears, and and I'll even type them with you, man. I'm not even a Bears fan, but I swear if you get Caleb Williams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i'm gonna feel i'm a uh, uh, draft day is gonna be an interesting day for me baby and right here on atfs live
1: you're gonna like you're gonna be sweating before we even go on because you know you have the number one pick
0: i know and we also have the ninth pick too like i'm gonna have a busy i'm gonna have a busy thursday night when it's gonna we do be, this show
1: and it's going to be it's going to be a great day and as soon as they announce Caleb Williams i expect you to go on a rant for the rest of the night <laughs> <laughs> these stupid dumb sons of beep beep
0: <laughs> look like i said i'm already embracing it i know what's coming you know it is what it is uh, like what
1: know, what you have to edit all the cussing out with beeps and stuff cuz you're gonna be cussing i'll i'll put a
0: i'll put a censor <laughs> button on the uh on my soundboard, and I'll just make sure to press it nonstop as I'm just talking, <laughs> just just to cover my bases, just to cover my bases. All right. Uh, Son
1: of a beep!
0: <laughs> let's see. Uh, Rick, you got anything else that you want to chat about, anything from the week?
1: I mean, no, just uh, shout-out to Jason Kelsey. It looks like he's going to retire. Yeah. Shout-out to that. Yeah, I think he's uh, – I think he's
0: done. He's done. I can't remember –
1: yeah, I hate it for him too, because you know he really wanted a Super Bowl badly, but his team just sucks.
0: At least he got one, you know. At least he got one. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. Just real quick, any uh thoughts on Derrick Henry's landing spot?
1: I don't know. Dallas. Um. Could be Dallas. Uh. I. I mean. I would. I would embrace if we brought Derrick Henry next year. Ah. Oh. I think I, I think I would be able to have this sigh of relief because we would have it every, we would have it nearly in every down back. Um, cause like I said, even though we, he's seen a little bit of decline, but not that much of a decline for me to be go, well, let's stay wait No, uh, I, I could see Dallas being, being a spot. I know that he almost got traded. There was, there was an article that came out that he almost got traded. Yep. He didn't know which teams it were. He, um, it wouldn't surprise me if Kansas City tries to grab him. I just don't know if Kansas City can afford him. Um, I think he's going to go somewhere. I think he's going to go somewhere. No, not Chicago. Come on. Um, I think he's going to go. I think he's going to go somewhere where he could where he could contend for a title. Yeah, that's um, true. Don't get me wrong, Chicago would be Chicago for my in my opinion would be a decent fit for him because he would be the guy. Yeah. I mean, he would be the guy that leaned that leaned on and that would be a guy that, that uh even though he's not a quarterback, uh it would be a guy that Justin Fields can lean on, you know, for veteran advice, you know, things like that. But I mean, um I
0: Houston. don't know.
1: I, I, I don't know. I I think it's gonna be a contender though. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere for a buku of money. I think I think he's gonna mostly go for a contendership.
0: Houston. Tampa.
1: Could be. Could, could be. Miami. No, he's not going to Miami. Come on now. No, he's he's not going to Miami. Miami doesn't even want to be in Miami.
0: <laughs> wow, whoa, 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 whoa. Relax there, buddy. Uh, Joe said Just the saying. first pick would be the domino effect as to where Marvin Harrison Jr. goes. It would be, because if the Bears pass on him, I mean... Uh, Washington's not getting him. I mean, he's not. Pa- Marvin's not making it past the third pick, though. I mean, he's not making it past Arizona. It's just not going to happen. um No, honestly, the most ideal scenario for me is rob Washington blind and ha- and convince them to trade up one pick, just like the Bears did, just like San Fran fleeced Chicago, so K- Washington can get Caleb Williams. He grew up a Washington fan. Bless his soul. Uh, he's, he's from the DC area. Let Washington (laughs) get their guy, get let the bears have the second pick and draft Marvin Harrison jr. And let him be the next great receiver to go number two overall, like Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald.
1: There you go. But that's the thing though. Like what would Washington be willing to give though for that? That's that's, if they're willing to give up, you know, some key pieces that would help Chicago, then yeah, I would do it. But I, I, I don't, I don't see them giving up that many pieces.
0: Depends on how desperate they are. Let's be honest. Let's let's be very very honest. Because I mean, look how much Car- uh, Carolina gave up, and because they were desperate for that number one pick. So, very, and look how much true, look, look Sam, how much look how much Chicago gave up just to go up one pick.
1: That is true, but Sam Howell wasn't that bad of a quarterback. But new like you said, Caleb Williams, their guy. Yeah, let them have him.
0: New ownership. So look, hey, Washington wants to call, especially if their new GM. Is, I think his name is Ian Cunningham. He's the assistant GM in Chicago. If he gets hired as the new GM in Washington, yo, Ian, give Ryan a call. He'll do business with you. <laughs> but let's see if that, I think, I feel like that'd be the worst case scenario because I feel like Ian would not get fleeced by Ryan. You know what I mean? He worked under him. Like, I, I don't, I don't see him, like, Ryan fleeced the shit out of Carolina, like up front. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see him getting fleeced. If it, it'd be Ian Cunningham uh, as the GM in, in uh, Washington, but. Uh, Anyway, uh, let's see. Next final comment here that before we wrap up the show. Uh, Washington can pick May and surprise everyone. That would be – hey, Bears did it, man. Bears did it with Mitchell Trubisky. It's not all the realm of possibilities. Uh, All right, Ricky, let's hit our uh, divisional round picks and we'll make our way out of here, okay? All right, let's do it. All right, Houston and Baltimore. How are we feeling on this one? I'm still going to rock with Baltimore. Mark Andrews I think is set to play this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll go I'll go with Baltimore,
0: Green Bay and San close Fran. Game. I agree, close game. Uh, Green Bay, San Fran. Oh God, please, man, give me, give me the Niners winning, please.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna take the Niners, but I, I'm also on that same edge as you are, man. I got this feeling Green Bay's gonna go all the way. I got the feeling. I'm so that scared. They're gonna go all the way.
0: I'm so scared. <laughs> Oh, God. Tampa, Detroit. Give me Detroit.
1: Yeah, Detroit should win this one.
0: And then lastly, KC, Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. I'm taking all the home teams this weekend. No upsets on the road. I'm,
1: ta- I- I'm taking KC on this one. I oh, just think okay. that, I just think it's Josh Allen's crap tonight.
0: Okay. All right. I respect that. I respect that.
1: What? Watch us all be wrong. Watch us all be wrong. Oh,
0: man, I know.
1: <laughs> it's going to be right. Green Bay and freaking – some ten bucks gonna be Green Bay and Houston in the that one heck of a freaking third bow right there, Green dude. It really, it, it really would
0: be. And it really would be because uh CJ and Jordan, they both had the exact same stats after the wild card, didn't they? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh <laughs> right, we're gonna wrap the show. Ricky, you got anything else that uh you want to say to the audience before I hit the music?
1: Dallas
0: Cowboys I'm so sorry man I feel you uh, I want you to know yeah. after you text me about that uh, my guy Brady texts me about that too and he's just like I don't know how I've stayed a fan of this team for so mm-hmm. damn long
1: I don't enter man <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad you
0: two are in the side. how do you think I feel man I told Brady I was like yo dude you preaching to the choir right now I mean how do you think I feel <laughs> oh uh, Jesus all right we're hitting music uh so we'll be back next week still on wednesday so make sure to stop by say hello ricky hope you have a wonderful rest of your week my friend
1: y'all have a, yes sir y'all have a wonderful the rest of the week as well
0: happy football
1: all right we made it
0: all the way to the end we appreciate the absolute hell to you make sure to subscribe follow whatever platform you're watching or listening on allows to do. Uh, make sure to also check out our website, sparky3.com. You can sign up for free, sign up for five bucks a month. We'd appreciate that extra support, as well as join the Discord and you can come chat with us on a show. We'll pull you up as a guest caller. We'll have a little conversation. It'll be great. Uh, Rogue Energy, pick up a jersey because we got sick jerseys. Rogue Energy, hit, hit the Sparky3 shop over there, as well as go over to uh, no, Agent Ink for the jersey. My bad. But then also go to Rogue Energy and pick up some Rogue because it's delicious, and I can't recommend it enough. I drink it every day, and it's amazing. Till next time, guys, have a good weekend. Bye.